0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Human Nutrition Lifestyle and today I've got Amy from Hunter Gather Foods with us today so hopefully she can give us a bit of insight into what goes on in the marketing and uh, uh, shops and things behind all the products that they put out there and great great products she's got um, so I'd like to introduce uh, Amy from Hunter Gather Foods and tell us a bit about um, why you decided to go down the route you did Amy with the products you've got.
1: Sure, hey Matthew, hey everyone that's listening. Thanks so much for having me. I'm one of the co-founders of Hunter and Gather. and uh, my partner Jeff is our other co-founder. And um, we started the business actually back in 2017. So we're just over three years old now. And I'm a lifelong celiac for those that don't know. So I was diagnosed at 18 months old, always lived a life of looking at the back of pack of foods. and. Um, there never even used to be bulge allergens on the back of foods, would you believe it? So you really had to know what you were what you were eating. Jeff and I met as teenagers and he was living a conventional Western lifestyle, um, but with a physical kind of fitness side to it as well, going to the gym. And he was really suffering with kind of IBS and, and s- stomach issues, acne, And he happened to stumble, um, it was a chance encounter. Um, He had a running injury and was talking to a, I think it was a physio um, about kind of running nutrition. He said, you do realize that you can run marathons without carbohydrates and sugar and all this kind of thing. Sent him on a massive journey of discovery through paleo, keto, real food. And combining kind of my allergy focus and celiac and the learnings there and the paleo, keto, carnivore and fitness side, um, we came together and obviously realised that there just weren't products or a business that we could trust in the UK uh, with health at the forefront of everything that they do, transparency, the quality. And we thought, you know what, I wonder if there's more people out there like us. And it turns out there is
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah right right I have spoke on my podcast before about seed oils I'm sure a lot of my audience are up to speed with seed oils and and and, and all the linolenic acid that's found in particular foods um I don't, I don't know much about um, how other companies manage to get away with it but yours your company in particular on the front of the packaging specifically says no seed oils no grains and no sugar no added sugars things like that but some other um marketing uh, processed food out there that you you see do actually say on the front of the pack, um, perhaps mayonnaise made with avocado oil, yet you turn the package around and they do happen to have seed oils in them. So what goes on in the uh, consumer uh, background that says they're allowed to do that?
1: yeah so obviously we went into this with a lack of trust in certain like big food companies in the uk and this was from us as a consumer perspective it's got even worse now that we're actually working in the industry and understand what tricks of the trade there are and what people are doing And it's a mixture of marketing departments and what is legally allowed. So um, for us, we've got very clear principles. We're hunter and gather because we've got an ancestral philosophy. And part of that ancestral philosophy is that seed oils weren't around back then, refined sugars and also grains. And we just feel that they're not optimal for health and in our pursuit of optimal health, we feel that the first step is a is a lifestyle that's free from those foods. Now, unfortunately, there's a well, fortunately, there is a lot of people that are starting to understand the dangers surrounding seed oils in particular. And there's marketing companies out there that are using avocado oil or coconut oil or even olive oil as these um, like marketing um, terms, but they might only have four percent of that oil in the product, and the rest is seed oils. Now, on the in the marketing world, you can say avocado oil mayonnaise, and they're classing the avocado oil part as a flavour almost. And you can have 1%, 2%, 3%, 4% of that flavor on the back of pack to be able to legally call it out on the front. So, for example, like our chipotle mayonnaise, the chipotle is classed as a flavor, and there's only a couple of percent in there, or else it will blow your head off. But legally, that's where that's come from. But the marketing marketing teams are being very clever and utilizing that, when for most people that are shopping for an avocado mayonnaise product are looking at it for the healthy fats perspective and almost it feels a bit like they're being duped into a product that is not all that it seems
0: yeah and i just urge people to check back of packaging more more than anything because it's not always what you see on the front, that's what's in the product, or that's only things that are, that are what's made from the product. Um I, I like the way on yours, especially you put it all out there on the front, check the back, and then it's exactly the same. Everything that it says on the front is everything that it says on the back. Not all of them out there are. And uh, your mayo is great. I've, I've tested your mayo out before, but something more recently that I've got, got into is the collagen powder. And I know a lot of my audience have asked me before about certain protein powders and and what to supplement with and how to use them. I've often tried to steer them towards collagen powder. Uh, Not all collagen powders are made equal. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about your collagen powder and, and what the kind of things that your collagen powder has ingredients wise in there.
1: Yeah, of course. I think a lot of people think, right? Okay, we talked about mayonnaise a second ago. Now, now you've got collagen products. Like, what, what's going on? So, it really is about the why of Hunter and Gather, and um, we are that. Like I mentioned, an ancestral philosophy. And now, back in in kind of Paleolithic era, you would have eaten a lot of nose-to-tail nutrition. So that means eating the skin, the tendons. Um, you'd have had bones. You'd have even utilize our like organ meats as well. And we believe that there, there's really key essential amino acids in those parts of the animals, vitamins and minerals as well, depending on what part we're talking about here. And we've kind of lost a bit of that in our modern world. It's all neatly packed um, fillets or cuts of meat that are lacking in those tenderness parts, the skin, etc. And there's a number of us that are lacking in protein. So our protein uh, levels dietary wise are below where they should be. And what people are starting to see the thinning of hair, uh, aging of skin. So collagen is the most abundant protein in your body. And the levels actually start to decline in your twenties. So it's it's actually quite young. And obviously as you hit the latter stages um, of your life, supplementing with collagen and protein, just for longevity is important. But for those that are maybe in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, collagen supplementation is still really important because we're not sipping on bone broths every day. We're not eating those, those cartilage and, and kind of tenderness um, pieces of meat. Now, collagen is different to just a protein. So with the collagen, and when you're looking for a collagen product, you should be looking for something that says collagen peptides or hydrolyzed collagen. Now, what that means is that the molecule is slightly broken down so that your body can utilize it very easy. And there's often a lot of talk around, oh, you can't digest collagen, your body can't utilize it. You need it to be peptides or hydrolyzed, either word that you see on the packs so your body can utilize it. Now, what you tend to see, if you've been, especially if you're that little bit older as well, and you start taking a collagen supplement, we've had people growing hair back. We've had like longer nails, bones, joints, muscles being supported, and also gut health as well, which is is a really interesting one. Especially trying to help with people with allergies and cross reaction um, has been an interesting kind of point for me. Um,
0: you, you often you often see um collagen powders out there and you, and they say with added vitamin C or with added minerals and vitamins, things like that, because people have the um let's let's say they think that you, you can't synthesize collagen without particular vitamin C or, or particular minerals in your diet. Um that, that is to some extent true, you do need particular vitamins and particular minerals in your nutrition. I always promote um, a nutrient dense nutrition. So you, you make sure you have um, all, all your vitamins and all your minerals, Eat, like you say, eating things like nose to tail nutrition, making sure you have that in there. So um, why doesn't yours include uh, added vitamin C, let's say?
1: Yeah, so there are some studies around vitamin C and kind of absorption, etc. cetera. Um, we like to keep it pure with our collagen peptides. So what you'll tend to find as well is that where you've got these blends, there's a lot of sachets out on the market or um, other powders where actually the collagen level is very low. Um, and they're very, there's very clever marketing around collagen as well. So for example, you'll see... 8,000 milligrams of collagen um, or you'll see, I don't know, even less in a lot of cases, especially in the pills. So we've decided to keep our collagen pure. So what that means is if you're taking 13 grams of collagen, you just add some zeros on it to make it milligrams and you've got 13,000 milligrams. So if you're taking a product that's a 10 gram serving size, but they're saying there's a uh, five um thousand milligrams of collagen actually half of what you're taking there is bulkar or filler or um other additives to it so with us it's pure you know exactly what you're getting um we're not hiding anything if you want to take your own vitamin c alongside and we're very pro liposomal vitamins as well so um obviously you can get liquid forms of vitamin c like that so yeah definitely take your vitamin c but we like to keep the collagen pure so you know exactly what you're getting it's very easy to work out the amino acids um, and we just like to enable people to to choose what what they do there's not many pure collagens out there um, especially not to the standard of what we do in terms of the sourcing and the compostable packaging as well um so we like to keep things simple
0: yeah that's great i mean you touched on it really, really well i just think that it's if you do have um vitamin if you are getting vitamin c in your diet then there's nothing to worry about if you if you know you're not getting vitamin c if you know you haven't got that nutrient dense nutrition you're not getting all those vitamins and minerals that you need then yes supplement vitamin c along with your collagen it will help in the uh, bioavailability of it and it will will help in the absorption and but i like the way you just say no ours is clean that's it you're getting straight up collagen if you want to add your supplements on top then do that that's brilliant i like that and you also have two different kinds of of collagen you have your your bovine and your marine collagen Um, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about what sort of different types of collagen they are
1: yeah, for sure. So um, we started initially with bovine because we're very picky with our sourcing. and like Jeff and I are first and foremost our own customer. Um, so the business started because it was products that we wanted and couldn't get. Um, so we've continued in that vein that we've got some very strict um, requirements. So the reason we did bovine first is because uh, we could get grass fed cattle. Um, it was really important for us that it wasn't kind of feed lots situation with the cattle um, so we actually source all our cattle from the eu as well which have really high standards so you can't have any hormones no antibiotics there's such rigorous testing when it comes to animal-based products in the eu um, and bovine is type 2 and type 3 collagen um, so it's a great all-round collagen product that supports skin hair nails bones joints gut health pretty much everything so if you've If you're a a fan of eating meat, or you don't have any like beef allergies or anything like that, or religious reasons, um, I would personally say bovine is the most popular. Um, The reason we brought out a marine collagen, marine collagen is type one. um, So it is slightly different to the bovine. And we only launched it recently because we wanted a truly wild caught source. There's a lot out there that are marketing that they are, but that's not necessarily the case. Um, so for us, it was important wild caught, but also to an MSC standard, um, so sustainable fishing. Um, and we have found a supplier that's wild caught and they're just going through their MSC certification. Um, so it's it was a really great find to, um, to work with them. Now, some people use marine collagen um, more so There's conversations around how easily they're absorbed and digested. So with bovine collagen, the molecular structure uh, is slightly different to marine collagen. So we get this a lot because we've got the same size bags for both, but one weighs 400 grams and one weighs 300 grams. And it's really confusing because you'll take two, tastes just a white, they're both a white powder, they look exactly the same, but two tablespoons of bovine weighs 13 grams, whereas marine collagen's lighter, it only weighs 10 grams. So again, we get um, accused of saying, oh, you're trying to say it's a month supply, but there's less marine collagen in there. But actually, when you look at the volume, it's like What's bigger, a a tonne of gold or a tonne of feathers? It's just getting that mindset around, oh, my God, okay, the structure's different at a molecular level. So because marine collagen has a lower molecular weight, there are some people that believe that that's more easily absorbed by your body and and utilised. I think jury's out for me um, on that. We see some really amazing results with um, bovine. But if you have religious reasons that you don't eat beef or personal reasons, then marine collagen is a a great alternative. Also, you can take the two together. So we have people that use both. Uh, The type one marine collagen really helps support your skin. So if you're looking for more of a beauty aspect or anti-aging aspect, then utilising marine collagen is pretty popular for that.
0: Yeah, I do agree. Yeah, I do think there's uh, studies out there that say that marine collagen is more like uh, resembles our humanly bodily cells a bit more than the bovine collagen does. So therefore, we are able to utilize more of it. But then again, like you say, it is bio individual and people can use bovine collagen really, really well and, and, and make sure, make sure it is plenty available to themselves. I use bovine collagen. I don't find a problem with it. I think it suits me. It helps me recover from uh, physical activity really, really well. I don't feel the aches and pains that I used to just on your bog standard uh, protein shakes. And I mean, I've talked about protein shakes before just having all the added things in them that that collagen doesn't, it's just straight up protein powder, basically straight up collagen. It gets, gets, available, uh, bioavailable to to where you need it to be. Um, That's great. So I like the way as well that you you source all your things, you know, grass fed bovine, make sure it's wild caught fish, make sure it's all proper kosher above board and everything like that really uh, support your ethos on that. So leading on from that now you've, you've also got um, a range of supplements as well. Um, So talk us a bit about how, how, how they are made and what, what actually are supplements because people are scared of supplements are thinking oh no i'd rather have you know something which i know what's in it so tell us a bit about your supplements and how you source them and what's in those
1: yeah so again t- basically all of our products are technically like real food products and um it's really interesting that A collagen powder is technically for, in in the UK, classed as a food, where as soon as you put something into a capsule, it's classed as a supplement. So that's really interesting as well, because it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a blurred line because some people class collagen as a supplement, for example. So I think it's thinking about it in a different way. So for the reason we launched our supplements in capsules is, looking back like we said about the the ancestral part the nose to town nutrition and and what impacts they're having in our modern world these days there's a number of us that are low in protein hence the collagen but also there's really big issues about nutrient density and vitamins and minerals as well so we're not eating these these organ meats um which are nutritional powerhouses like liver is just such a nutritional um, powerhouse in terms of vitamins, minerals. You've got your vitamin B12, you've got kind of iron, copper, riboflavin. And I speak to so many people that are getting vitamin like B12 injections from the doctor. And it was actually... um, a family member that flagged it up, especially at the start of this lockdown, that the doctors weren't giving these injections out anymore. And people were like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I need this B12 injection. And especially with the rise of um, the media around plant-based nutrition, it's really dangerous in our opinion that there's not enough guidance around the vitamins and minerals because vitamin B12 comes from animal sources and we're seeing it more and more that that people are lacking in in these essential vitamins and minerals and it's hard to eat nose to because of the way that we've been brought up uh, me especially i found it really hard to, I, I still can't eat heart. i can't eat certain cuts and i'm meant to be at the forefront of this and i still struggle uh liver i'm getting better at but we realised that this was a big issue. Like there's a the squeamish nature of it. The marketing at the moment is, is going against eating the type of products we should be eating, which is crazy. But then again, they used to say smoking was good for you. So that, that's the joy of big food marketing or and and the medical industry. But we felt that we need we we needed to do something about this. And we thought, what's the best way to get organ nutrition for people that are quite a bit scared to try it don't like the taste etc and we was um, fortunate enough to have a connection um, with an icelandic lamb supplier um, of really great organs that we could freeze dry and lock in the nutrients and um, we've popped that into a capsule so you can't taste it Um, But we do a range of pure liver, kidney, pure heart, and a liver and heart blend. Now, people are thinking probably, what the hell is freeze-dried organs in a capsule? Now, like I said, these these organs are a nutritional powerhouse. So we've got all those essential kind of vitamins and minerals there. But also because a lot of people forget about bioavailability and also fat-soluble vitamins as well. So a lot of the time, if you're taking vitamins or, or minerals and you're not having a fat source alongside them, if they're fat soluble, you need fat to be able to utilize those vitamins and minerals. Also, a lot of supplements are laboratory produced. So vitamin B12 or the vitamin C, iron, et cetera. They're not necessarily synergistic. So that means that your body doesn't necessarily recognize them in the same way as real food. So they're made in, a, made in a lab. Whereas with organ meats, it's really bioavailable vitamins and minerals. You've got the fat from the organs as well. So you can utilize those fat soluble vitamins. Plus um, your body recognizes it. It's something that we've been eating for millions of years. It's back in, back in our kind of paleo times. they'd have gone for these organ meats first um, so that and, and everything that cup. you,
0: everything that you use in in your particular supplements are all natural. So by freeze drying it and not desiccating it and drying it out, then you save a lot more of the vitamins and minerals that are in that particular producers i know there is other supplement companies out there that do say that their liver and heart and things but again when you read the back of the packaging you can see that they're all desiccated and they've not used the correct capsules to put them in because you can use chemical capsules but uh, i know yours are not chemical capsules are they they're proper natural capsules that that everything in your products are just all full natural and produced in in the best way the correct way to keep the vitamins and the minerals inside them
1: yeah so it's um they're pure pure ingredients, basically. So in the kidney, it's just pure kidney and a gelatin capsule. Um, in the liver it's pure liver and a gelatin capsule we only use gelatin capsules the other option is hyper mellows capsule capsules um, which is like a vegetarian alternative Um, but again they are chemically kind of made so for us it was gelatin or or that was the option um, we wanted to use so yeah the reason we use Icelandic lamb as well is that they are wild Romans. They roam the mountainside. They're a really hardy breed that's been around for thousands of years. Um, so they're really kind of ancestral and they are 100% grass fed. So they're not given any additional feed. Um, and you can really tell like the quality as well. So the importance of, of the grass fed part and the wild roaming part is that we're talking about really quality animals here that are really healthy and again because from iceland and it's really interesting they really protect this farming and and they make sure that there's no kind of antibiotics and hormones used again. So for us, that was really key that what's coming through there is not just, we're not just looking at the end product. We're looking at the whole s- supply chain basically of what's the animal being fed because we don't want them to be on a high grain diet, which then is feeding through into the product that we're we're utilizing. We don't want there to be chemicals. We don't want there to be antibiotics, hormones, etc. So that was really key for us and, and why we went for the, for the Iceland
0: actually yeah brilliant absolutely great i i applaud everything you're doing there and if only more companies could take a leaf out of your book and go down the same road and stop feeding their animals rubbish which like you say come down the food chain and come to us and stop putting in seed oils that were never designed for human consumption if all companies could do the same sort of thing then we'd all be feeling healthier and in a better boat so I'm sorry we have to end it quite sharply there today but hopefully we can get uh, part two with you and talk a bit more with you later on in the future so thank you very much for today and I know it's been a quick one a short one but uh, I'd just like to put the word out there about your company, about Hunter and Gather Foods. It's, it's amazing. And I just wish more people would follow in your footsteps. And I'll aim everybody who listens to my podcast your way
1: thank you so much i hope that was useful for anyone do feel free to reach out to us we've got loads of blog content article content on our website as well that you may find useful um but yeah thanks so much for having us on and we look forward to chatting again
0: i just tell people where they can follow you on instagram yeah you're on instagram
1: Yeah, so we're on Instagram and Facebook and also um, our website as well. So it's at Hunter and Gather UK on Instagram. Um, Website is hunterandgatherfoods.com. But if you search Hunter and Gather, we'll come up on Google as well.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much for your time today, Amy. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Although we didn't have much time, it was great to chat with Amy and realise the ethos and hard work that goes on behind the scenes to bring us some great, products. I've tried to make my own mayo over the years with mixed results so now I just opt for the hunter and gather version as it's perfect every time and like she said there's nothing added it's just simple ingredients. As we discussed all their products are natural and practically real foods themselves. Now Amy was great and gave me a code that all our listeners can use if you just go to their website, hunterandgatherfoods.com, and add produce to your trolley, if you add a bag of collagen, then you can get a free jar of 175 gram mayo using the code mayo, all one word and, and capital letters, mayo f r e m a y o, And if you set up a subscription, you'll also save 10% there. So go have a look. In terms of us at Human Nutrition Lifestyle, we're still offering the free consultation if you just want a chat and an aim in the right direction start your year off well, then get in touch with us. We're still a free consultation. It can just, any questions you have or anything you need to iron out in your diet or if you just need to start from scratch, let us know. Book in, we can chat with you for 20, 30 minutes, just get you on the right track but can only offer this free consultation until the 31st of January. Getting far too busy now, can't carry this on. So at the end of January, going to have to bring an end to it. If you want to take advantage of that, then get in there and get it done. Carry on following along with us on Facebook and Instagram I try and post all relevant things on there. So I hope your New Year's off to a good start. Well- or as good as it can be under the circumstances. Uh, Be happy, stay safe. I'll see you next time.